Hello once again everyone. Today is Yod 10 Yod, also known as March 16th, 2020. Well, as we continue to say, what a ride, huh? I believe that what is going on now is actually in my life has never, uh, I've never experienced this. I know in the World, World War I and two year people, um, I'm sure, experienced some things we can't imagine. I'm sure the other plagues that is, has happened in the earth, many things in the past has happened, uh, has, I'm sure, been a big deal to the, the generations. But in our, in my lifetime, I'm 62 soon, I have never experienced something this global to affect us this way. Uh, this is quite a, um, an amazing thing. Um, concerning how it's affected everyone. I was, uh, I, I'm, I'm just really amazed, but yet it's like I am hearing the word adjustment. You know, and I had my youth pastor, Elijah Wards, Elijah and Macy are both my youth pastors. They're, they're, they're a wonderful couple that I'm greatly uh, thankful for and what they have done and what they're doing. Um, Elijah is, uh, Elijah is one of these guys that uh, I'm so thankful for that can, that he's able, he, he's he's a seer also, and he can find things. It's kind of amazing. Sometimes, like like uh, Teresa Bowen with our, one of our oracles, a seer, as you, most of you know, uh, she finds things. I don't know how in the world she finds them, and on the internet or whatever. And I don't know how they do it, but um, somehow uh, Elijah found this, and uh, it, it talks about in the past week. So the richest people in the world lost $444 billion after the mar- markets had a awful week. And I, I um, filled in a word there. Uh, <laughs> but it did list 10 names. And together they, um, uh, among others even, uh, lost 40, $444 billion. Jeff Bezos is list, listed here. Is, he lost $11.9 billion. Of course, he has a lot more than that, as we know these guys. Uh, it doesn't seem to phase them. It's got to phase them, you know. Bill Gates lost $10 billion. Uh, Bernard Arnault, uh, he lost $9.1 billion. I don't know who he is. Elon Musk, $9 billion. Warren Buffett, $8.8 billion. Uh, Amancio Ortega, $6.8 billion. Mark Zuckerberg, Six point six billion, Larry Page six point four billion, Carlos Slim six point three billion, and Sergey Brin six point two billion, and I'm sure the list goes on on and on because it's been something like twenty trillion dollars. Today was the uh, second largest uh, fall, uh, and. You know, when we hit the 28,000, what an excitement that was. I knew a portal opened. No idea sometimes what this portal is about. <laughs> I knew something big is happening. I had no idea. You know, I'm not one of those that said, oh, I knew that when I didn't know it. Uh, I'll tell you if I knew something, and uh, I'll tell you if I didn't. And I didn't see this coming, but it is real. But what I have seen, I, what I have realized is that uh, in 98, 1998, I saw a gold flaming sword coming down through the stock market, going all the way from one end to, to the other. And as I did, 
I knew something big one day would happen. Gold Flaming Sword, you've heard me tell the story many, many times. And if you haven't, it was, um, what was what struck me is that when it came through uh, the wall, went through the U.S. flag, through the other flag, and it went through the podium, we know, and um, went into the floor and created this three-foot-wide crevice, went into the floor and created this vacuum and sucked everything in the room out of there where the the arrogant flag on the other side that said, when the flag, the banner said, the world puts its stock in us. And then it created a vacuum and it sucked everything in the room down in this crevice and it closed back up and just a piece of paper rolled to the side. And I said, Yahweh, what was that? He says, one, he said, one day, it would be in a moment, a twinkle of an eye. He said, just one word holds us all together and one word will remove it. Now, that's a scary thing. Like even I mentioned lately where someone said it was the, the doomsday's coming in 2020. Well, to some people, this could be it. You know, and that, that, that individual could have been right. But I see this as only a precursor for us to be able to realize the magnitude of things that can happen on a global scale because this is a global world connected now where before in past times it was not as so. But I believe it's all set up for what Yahweh wants to do. And you and me, as we engage, these are the times to learn. We we are um, scheduled uh, is in our nation now from our president that uh, we can't have gatherings over 10 people. And I uh, we, we will have live stream, but it will only be me and my staff conducting that uh, for the period of time that is requested because we're people of order, we're people that uh, abide by the rules and laws of the land. It's not a law, but it's uh, it's something I think it respects our president and what he's trying to do. So we will have live stream for the next services for however long that we need to do this and to engage with our people. And I know we have a number of people that do that anyway from around the world that engage with us. So uh, it's going to be our, our entire body, except for my immediate staff and me, will be engaging from this direction. But I believe that we're in school, we're in a place where he always got us home. He's got us in a place where we've got to deal with some things. I spoke on this past Sunday about hungering and thirsting after righteousness and to be able to be hungry and thirsty for him and his ways. Because, see, I believe that the answer to where we can can really become part of that of Revelation 17, 18 where the implosion of Babylon takes place and the merchants says are crying and standing in the distance weeping. But for the sons, we are the sons of Almighty Yahweh, sons and daughters, the family. We are deep in him. That's where he's saying, come look at me, come follow me. See, there's a patience right now. This is a not only a wake-up call, but it's an adjustment in the earth. Things will be changed from here on, I promise you, in some ways. You know, and it's it's uh it's it's this what people, what fear can do to people. But Yahweh wants to bring about not a problem, but an answer. He wants us to be the answer, but there's ways in which we need to follow him and find who he is and how he wants us to see him, how we can learn how to be in him and him in us. As we go into this fourth dimension throne room, you know, I've talked about it and I've talked about it, only a few have engaged with it. And we still uh, have, we have an invitation but I am yet to receive my appointment to, to go in. There is protocol there. Like I, when I received my invitation from Melchizedek, 
I knew there was an innate thing inside of me by my spirit and to know to wait for my appointment because if I had a mindset of how it's going to be, I would miss it and no way that Melchizedek could have come. In this case where I know I'm invited to the fourth dimension throne room, he let me taste and see a little tiny bit of the magnitude of what is waiting on us and what's been prepared for us so that we can go in. We'll be like the wind. We'll come out. We'll go in and out and different things and be able to make ways for those who were held captive. We see all those billions move, $444 billion lost to these men, and I doubt they'll even hardly miss. I'm sure they do, but I doubt they'll even miss because they have so acquired such wealth. But remember, Yahweh can remove it in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. The wealth of the world is really belongs to Yahweh. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. It doesn't belong to the Bill Gates, to the Warren Buffetts, to the Elon Musk and all those guys. Uh, it belongs to Almighty Yahweh in whatever number of way you try to create it through um, the systems Yahweh is jealous that we as the family engage him right now with all of our being. I desire over us, I speak unto all of us here that we will hunger and thirst. Don't let things take your hunger away. Don't eat things that's going to take your appetite away. That uh, Don't do things that's going to keep you from being thirsty for him. Uh, it's time to go to work. When you work, you become thirsty. <laughs> Let's thirst after his righteousness, after being in his presence. This is as, as interesting and odd as it is. I believe that there's an alignment taking place here. What Yahweh wants us to learn, engage in your homes right now, the fullness of what Yahweh's call for us to do and to be. That's my 10 minutes today. Peace over your day. And I repeat, shalom.